Hi there, and welcome to this podcast, The Three Taboos, Cancer, Grief and Mental Health, where I open up the conversations about the subjects that affect us most, but that equally scare us the most. The things we'd rather hide away from than discuss. If you don't know me, I'm Tabby Kerwin, and I love to talk about things that matter. I love to host conversations about taboo subjects and just generally encourage people to talk, share and communicate for better mental health and to deal with the challenges that life puts our way. Who am I and why am I hosting this podcast? Well, I'm a published writer, conversationalist, performance coach and mental health advocate and trainer. I'm not a mental health professional, therapist or psychologist, but I am a mental health first aider and first aid instructor, and I am constantly learning and developing my knowledge and skills in the field of mental health. Based on my knowledge as a trained musical performer and my own lived experience of mental health issues, cancer and grief following the death of my husband in 2018, brother in 2014 and father when I was just 16 years old, I host open and honest conversations on these topics that are considered taboos. Please note that whilst none of the content in this podcast is meant to shock and is delivered in an open and honest, safe and light way, chats often contain references to suicide, self-harm, cancer, death and other mental health related issues. Please look after yourself and be aware of any of your own triggers and seek appropriate support and professional advice for any issues that you may be experiencing. Much love and enjoy the podcast. Obama, former president of the USA, said, it's important to make sure that we're talking with each other in a way that heals, not in a way that wounds. Now, I describe myself as a conversationalist. What does that mean? It means I'm not afraid to start conversations with people and I actively do it, especially conversations about taboo subjects. Why, you might ask? Because my personal experience is that by starting and holding conversations, we can listen, learn, heal and develop. Talking about mental health reduces the stigma. It takes away the shame and without those two factors, we can feel less fear and far more hope. The causes of mental ill health can be complex, but openness, honesty and talking can help us get to the root causes in order to support people better and manage our mind, well-being and mental health. Stigma can be seen as a barrier to talking and subsequently recovery due to perceptions which people hold about mental health. Fear of encountering stigma or indeed self-stigma may also prevent people from seeking support and gaining a diagnosis and the help that they need. How can we address this? Let's start by encouraging people to talk more. Let's have the open conversations about mental health. Let's create more awareness and develop more knowledge and understanding around the subject. The more we talk, the less shame and stigma there can be. The more awareness there is, the more educated and knowledgeable we can become. The more knowledge we have, the more we can support people to the good part of their mental health continuum. When I talk about mental health, either my own experiences or as part of my professional life as a mental health trainer and first aider, I frequently come face to face with stigma. 
I'm not ashamed of my story anymore. Hence, I share a lot of it with you. But despite owning my story and using it as a way to help other people through their experiences, it still makes other people uncomfortable, mainly because they would rather make their own assumptions about me than hear my truth. But this desire to cover our ears and eyes with that I can't see you so you can't see me mentality and pretend the conversation isn't happening isn't helping anyone. People are losing their lives every day due to mental ill health and much of that is to do with the shame and stigma surrounding it. Imagine if we just started to talk more and make the subject of mental health less taboo. Imagine how many lives we could save. We can also place this stigma on ourselves. I've spoken privately to so many people who are afraid of talking about their own emotions and struggles for the fear and shame of what other people think. It's heartbreaking. Having opened up, I know from a personal perspective how that leap from fear and shame to openness and honesty can bring resilience, hope and happiness. And it started with a conversation. The simple act of talking can often help someone with mental health issues to get back to a more positive mindset so they don't revisit those negative thoughts. Talking about serious illness can help us understand it better and allow for a more positive lifestyle with illness. Talking about a person when they are dead can allow for grief to manifest in a positive way full of happy memories and love. My talking openly and honestly about my grief has allowed for something extraordinary. It has allowed for me to be happy with grief. I have long believed that in grief we can find resilience and hope and that's why I wanted to write my book, The Three Taboos, Cancer, Grief and Mental Health, to bring resilience, hope and happiness when living with and talking about taboo subjects. Talking about grief has been one of the most powerful things I have done in terms of not just keeping my head above water, but to help keep the love, passion, memories and pride of my husband alive. It's not always easy. I know that. And if you're new to the whole grief process, if you can find a way to be open and honest, it will help you find comfort and navigate through the torrid trek that is your emotions in the wake of loss. By starting conversations and talking, we can better understand, empathise and support ourselves and others. But how can we take a step to start the conversations about our own experiences? With more awareness, understanding and knowledge, it becomes easier to talk about the subjects of cancer, grief and mental health as a whole, so it will become less taboo. But it's also important that we can find a way to talk about our own experiences. Talking at an early stage is vital to help support people who are vulnerable, but I understand that it's not always easy, so we need to find a way to talk ourselves and encourage others to open up too. For so many years, I kept quiet. I had my secret of what was going on in my mind with anxiety and depression and a moment of suicidal thoughts, and it came laced with shame and fear. The burden of my secret became as much of an issue as the mental health issue itself. That single action of talking was the key to unlocking my mind, and the more I talked, the more my issues unravelled, bringing, bringing with it a sense of calm, acceptance and understanding. If you're listening to this now and thinking... I can't talk about my issues, then I want to give you a big virtual hug and tell you that you can. You can find the way to do this that feels safe and acceptable to you. You definitely don't have to write and deliver any long speeches or write any books. I know I've done that, but that's because I've spent many years building my resilience, strength and knowledge in order to get to that point. 
but just opening up with a few words can be the pathway to releasing the burden in your mind. This may be with a friend, family member, a pet, trained professional, or in an online group, such as my Three Taboos Facebook group, a safe and respectful environment in which to share. For me, that way of saying how I feel has, more often than not, been through relaying stories and personal experiences, usually publicly or with my self-made family of my most trusted friends. When you share stories and memories with someone, it is often likely that that other person will have a similar or shared experience. To begin with, these personal stories don't have to be about your possible issues or negative thoughts or grief. The point is not to dive right in there with that, but to build a rapport and trust and find common channels of conversation that allow you to feel comfortable in revealing more about yourself. When you feel comfortable, the conversation will flow and soon you will find a way to speak openly and honestly about yourself and your thoughts. One of the most empowering things about sharing your honest story for me, it was realising that by sharing my personal experiences it became something that helped other people to share their stories and feelings. That was humbling and powerful and the drive behind what I do now with the book, podcast and courses. Through conversation, be that spoken or written words, the honesty of personal experience, experiences creates a chain reaction. And as the chain builds, it brings with it resilience, hope and happiness. In a conversation, Equally as important as talking is listening. Supporting better mental health is not just about the talking. It's the ability to listen and most importantly, to listen without judgment. When we listen, we use both verbal and non-verbal skills to hear and understand what's being said and let someone speak freely and comfortably without the fear of judgment. It requires skills such as acceptance, genuineness and empathy. Actively listening without judgment can be difficult though. It requires us to set aside our own belief, thoughts and opinions, our frame of reference. Frame of reference is the term used by some very clever sciencey minded people, Jackie and Aaron Schiff, to refer to our individual filter on reality. They define the term as the structure of associated responses which provide the individual with an overall perceptual, conceptual, effective and action set which is used to define the self, other people and the world. <sighs> Complicated stuff. Basically, that means we all see things differently due to our beliefs, upbringing, education, culture, behaviours and experiences. So we treat ourselves and other people differently too. Therefore, we need to be mindful of this when we're speaking, listening or sharing information, either in person or online, so we can listen without judgment. As soon as we bring judgment to the table when listening, we can bring shame and sympathy as opposed to empathy. And that can make someone spiral further and clam up rather than being able to talk freely and openly. We all have different experiences and different perceptions, and that is just fine. But we need to know when to set our thoughts aside in order to help and support others. We need to listen to hear and not listen just to respond. We need to listen to help others feel less vulnerable and stressed. We need to not just connect with people, but converse with them. This digital age we live in makes it easier to message, send emojis or memes. And whilst connection is hugely vital, conversation is the most important form of human interaction. Conversations are so important. They fuel connection and help us feel more supported. They can free us from the shackles of our mind. They can help us to help others. I want to finish with the words of writer and media scholar Sherry Turkle from her book, Reclaiming Conversation, 
the power of talk in a digital age. Sherry wrote, face-to-face -face conversation is the most human and humanizing thing we do. Fully present to one another, we learn to listen. It is where we develop the capacity for empathy. It's where we experience the joy of being heard and of being understood. Conversation advances self-reflection. The conversations with ourselves that are the cornerstone of early development and continue throughout life. Thank you so much for listening today. Storytelling is one of the oldest forms of communication, so that's why this podcast is full of stories and experiences of my own and some amazing guests which I hope will help you build resilience, feel hope and find happiness when you need it most. That's what I'm here to do, support you through the highs and lows. Consider me your coach, confidant, champion and cheerleader. We all have mental health with one in four of us experiencing mental ill health at any one time. We will all experience grief and one in two of us will be affected by cancer. So it's time to start talking about these things in an open and honest way to support ourselves and each other. If you haven't read my book yet, The Three Taboos, Cancer, Grief and Mental Health, you can find out more details at www.mode4.co.uk. And if you want to join in the conversations about taboo subjects, then why not join my Facebook community, The Three Taboos, at www.facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash the three taboos. I'm so grateful to all of you that take the time to listen to this podcast. And of course, to the amazing people that have joined me to talk about really important subjects and share their personal experiences in an open, honest and light way. The topics may be taboos, they may be serious, but in this podcast, you will experience all the positives, smiles, love and laughter that come from the darkest of times. I hope you enjoy it and will join me in the future conversations. If you do enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to you joining me again next time.